Smike Gorman from Webstruct, Digital Media for a Noisy World. I'd like to speak with you today or this evening or tomorrow morning, whenever you are listening to this little presentation. Now, I prefer to work with independent operators, um, shall we say, the smaller side of uh, projects. Uh, I see out there in the big wide world, there is definitely a struggle taking place, isn't there, in our culture. We, we have the enormous effect of the World Wide Web in enabling many more participants and voices to be heard because we have the means to distribute many more contributions to the the whole whereas prior to the the emergence of the triple w we only had the ownership of mass media which dominated and we were all passively receiving these narratives and, and the way in which the world was made sense of and it was determined by a core set of groups in our world who owned the means of uh, media production. And while that seems obvious, I think it's only in the last 10 years, I think, that the full scope and the enormous um, effect that the web is having on our world is really manifesting in a very tangible daily way. Um, it wasn't until 2016 when the political outcomes of Brexit and uh, Donald Trump's um, project were successful that people began to take notice of the internet as being a major cultural agency of genuine change. Um, prior to that, people were kind of sniggering about uh, digital media as a whole. Uh, you know, in mainstream groups, the, the larger investor board driven corporate groups uh, they're still kind of uh, perplexed as to how much change has taken place in our world and their response is to seek more and more data they see uh, the web and the internet as a means of capturing data but they're they're not able to really deal with that data effectively in a in a talented way that small operators can you see the small the small adventure has the great advantage over these enormous corporate entities uh, we don't need lots of complicated data we know our own people you know if if you're a medical person or a journalist or an academic or uh, you know a, a major subject specialist 
you're more aware of the nature of your audience and you're more familiar on a very gut level, you're able to um, extend empathy. I hate to use the word empathy. It's being overused, but it does describe what I'm talking about. The cultural wars uh, that we've seen um, the fallout of in America and the UK to a slightly lesser extent, but definitely the UK and Europe, it is an information war. People are seeking to gain the dominant voice. And the same thing is happening in, in information technology uh, and the web as a whole. People are seeking to gain the authority to define for others what the web actually is and how it shall be deployed and used and what is appropriate and what isn't. And here in Australia, um, the most recent example of this is the cannabis industry. Uh, you know, we have the mainstream reaction to cannabis uh, shock horror. You know, we've got this drug being deployed uh, as a medicinal agent and, and you know, the response from these mainstream groups has been to seize control of cannabis and then uh, to break it up into constituent elements which are you know manufactured in laboratories and then packaged into lovely uh, bottles of oil or uh, you know different kinds of products which can then be patented and you know controlled and made an enormous profit from when most of us know that you know the full plant is is the is the full strength of this uh, herbal remedy <laughs> it's a herbal remedy hmm. well I want to uh, talk with you about the idea of cultural dominance and how the web is becoming the battlefield for that. And as small operators, we have such an incredible cultural advantage over the big players because of our nimble awareness of the people we we know and uh, deal with every day. Shiny object syndrome. This is another aspect of uh, the web culture wars. You know, all of these different uh, wonderful solutions and quick ways of doing things are offered to people when really it's the core concerns of their own topics which they should be focusing on. People appreciate the real information. They don't care how that information is presented to them, but they want genuine, authentic information and they want it delivered by sincere and authentic people. And that's the whole idea behind podcasting, blogging, and presenting digital media, videos, the whole range of digital media that we have at our disposal these days. 
I think we're living through very turbulent times, but they're potentially very valuable times because we we have the opportunity to redefine so many different areas of our culture, and we have the uh, potential to reconfigure the way that uh, all of these different uh, knowledge areas are delivered and how they're played out there in the real world. And this is what I'm aiming to do with Webstruct, is to offer uh, people that I work with the opportunity to rediscover their own subjects and deliver them more powerfully and more authentically uh, through the wonderful opportunity that the web has provided for us. And we, as collective owners of the web, must keep this foremost in our minds that, you know, we've already got this incredibly powerful communications medium, the World Wide Web, and nobody is going to put that back in its box. You know, the genie's out of the bottle. So... Um, I am interested in these culture wars and these different topics and these different ways that people are approaching, delivering their message. Um, I think it's important not to be distracted by uh, the technologies. We need to focus on the, the core communication of our subject areas and deliver these to people. Uh, we can do this, and we don't need lots of uh, fancy SaaS services which obscure our own identity. We can focus on the um, delivery of our own identity with what we have already. You know, uh, I'm using Reaper, an open source. Uh, digital audio workstation. I'm using a very modestly priced condenser microphone going through an equally modestly priced audio interface going into my bespoke little PC and you're able to hear it on iTunes or SoundCloud or on the site that I publish it to firstly. And uh, this is pretty powerful stuff. You know, we don't need to be distracted by shiny objects. We need to focus on what we want to deliver to people, and we can do so very effectively and very powerfully. So this has been Mike Gorman uh, dealing somewhat superficially, but I hope in a val- valuable way, uh, aspects of the web culture information war And the fact that we as small operators and authentic practitioners in our own areas can reach our own people without any major corporate filters, without any interference from middlemen. We can go directly to them, and that's what I'm all about, and that's what I seek to enable the people that I help to do also. So, Mike Gorman, Webstruct, delivering another episode. 
episode two of Digital Media for a Noisy World. I'll speak to you next time in episode three, where I'll uh, find some other aspect of the web and web culture to uh, discuss with you in this wonderful podcast format. Goodbye for now. I hope you're well, not overwhelmed, and uh, I'll speak to you soon.